Hello and welcome to the Jamie Heath Coaching Podcast. Just sort myself out. I press play without sorting myself out. Let's get this mic right, shall we? That's more like it. Um, I hope you are doing very well. Episode 20. Finally got to 20. There's some weird statistic. There's some weird statistic saying that I think most podcasts fail before they reach episode 10. So I must be doing all right. <laughs> I mean, it has taken me, what, two years to get to episode 20? So uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, I hope we are all doing very, very well. Uh, we're now in 2023. So this is actually the third podcast of the year. Um, the year that I turned 33. So buzzing for that. Not, um, but hey, we move, we move. Um not too much to really ramble on about before I get on to today's topic, which is going to be about rapid fat loss, how to achieve rapid fat loss, who's it, who it's for, when it should be applied, and how to apply it, um, most importantly. So, yeah, you're going to come out of this one with a bit of value. Um, I think that all of them, you come out of a bit of value, but yeah, you'll definitely come out with a bit of value on this one uh, in regards to my own personal training, my my journey. I'm going to put that in, quote, unquote, because uh, I hate the term. It's so wanky. Such a wanky term, isn't it? The journey. Well, it's not. Well, I say it's wanky. It's just not original anymore. Anyway, training five times a week. Um, changed up a little bit. Now, uh, in regards to my uh, my goals, like I'm not a competitive bodybuilder. Never have, never, ever said that I have been. So when I look at my physique, it's a little bit different, right? So I'm obviously going to be developing muscle groups that I want to develop. Whereas obviously if you're a bodybuilder, you almost have to develop the the whole body and everything needs to kind of be tip top and on point. And I, I, I had been doing a push pull lower, upper lower. And then I just found that I was falling out of doing legs a little bit. And then I was just thinking, why am I doing two leg sessions? Because I look at my hamstrings, for example, and I'm like, I'm all right with that. Um, I look at my glutes, and again, they've always, I've been uh, blessed by the glute gods, I have to say. I think I do like three sets a week on my glutes, and um, they get a lot of attention, let's put it that way. <laughs> so what I've decided to do, I now do a push-pull lower, so that hasn't changed, although I have changed the the act, what's within that session is around a little bit. And then I do a push-two, and then I do a pull and quads. So I'm training my hamstrings and my glutes once per week because I know that's enough for them still to continue to develop and grow. Or it's not going to be the best way to do that, but they're still going to do that. And I still don't. I still want my quads to be better. So and my calves. So I'm, I do calves twice a week as well, uh, as long as I don't skip them. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the setup, and it means that I can give a little bit more volume and attention to my upper body as well. And hey. Who doesn't want to look in the mirror, have a lovely little pump and develop the upper body a bit more if they can. So that's kind of my setup, um, slowly building calories back up. I did a little mini cut in January, way sooner than I would normally have wanted to. But um, we got a little bit carried away at Christmas. Let's just put it that way. Um, quite boozy, had quite a lot of food. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the setup. So, But we're now back into climbing food into a surplus and on the road to push. Well, I say push weight up, which inevitably I do want to be doing. I don't want to chase it and go at it too much. I do find if you chase weight, you just end up getting fat. Like when you decide to increase food, when you are trying to bulk or trying to gain muscle, 
like you need to look at all of your metrics and what the thing is if your weights are going up um it's not necessarily something that you need to do and if your weight is progressing up like it's it's really silly to up your food it's very silly it's really silly to up your food um if you're already if you're already increasing in weight because like that's that's your indication that you are in a surplus so it's almost just like all you are going to do is because your your body can only grow muscle at a certain rate so if you're trying to let's say accelerate that well it, it probably is going at the, the the quickest rate possible so you just adding more food means you're just going to be getting fatter which from an aesthetic point of view is obviously not going to be great from a confidence level it's probably not going to be right it's not going to be great and it probably means that you're going to stop your cut i'm um, sorry gosh can't even what's wrong with me it means you're going to stop your bulk early because you get uncomfortable with how you look whereas the best physiques are grown by being in bulks for the longest amount of time people who don't diet very often have the most amount of muscle obviously they need to be training like it's, it's not like oh yeah you've been um eating a lot so you are now massive no if, if they've been doing it properly and and they've not dieted they haven't spent time stopping themselves from growing muscle they're generally the biggest guys so uh just a little hint there but i would always say start lean because you don't want to stop your bulk early so that's why i always say and there's some also other little benefits there is to start and lean right so anyway that's where i'm at that's what's going on and uh yeah may the gains continue keep pushing getting those new weights okay um today we are talking about rapid fat loss as mentioned earlier um rapid fat loss i term essentially a rate of loss of more than one percent per week of weight um I think it has a very, very useful place in a transformation when used the right way. There is a really bad way to use this. Um, and the person in front of me has to basically hit a certain amount of criteria for me to use this approach. So usually uh, they need to have dieted before. I need to know that they can accurately count calories and are not like under predicting food. Um, and we're with a certain checklist and i'm like right they kind of qualify for that then i can obviously put them for a rapid fat loss anybody who's carrying more body fat can generally get away with a rapid fat loss approach the leaner you get you don't want to be doing a rapid fat loss approach because you are then risking uh, muscle loss so what is rapid fat loss i generally put it down as anything that's in a 35 percent or more deficit um obviously this will be down to the individual but Generally speaking, like somebody who's an average 2,500 at maintenance, that's like dropping you down to 1650. So that's quite a big drop and it's quite a rapid drop. And if you put that on top of potential activity and you're training like three, four, five times a week, like you are going to be dropping body, body weight, body fat at a pretty quick rate, which is excellent. Right. But the problem that we have is like, it's, it's quite easy to do to begin with, but you get diet fatigue as you get diet fatigue that's where cravings come in when cravings come in then your appetite increases when your appetite and then also hunger will come in and then when those two come in that's when a diet becomes incredibly difficult because then you're obviously very food focused so it's it's got it's it's it can't think what i'm trying to say there like it can be used really well but it has to be done in the right way otherwise it can literally have the opposite effect and it will have that effect of right you've you've dropped body fat but you've now, and you've got this bias where that's the only way to drop body fat. So then 
you always try and diet rapidly, but then what happens? Then you always regain it. Okay. So it's a really good tool, but it needs to be used in the right way. So what I will generally do is when I'm utilizing this method, I'm very hot on, like I've already mentioned, adherence to the diet, but also how they're feeling from an energy standpoint. How does their training look? Are they progressing or have they stopped? Um, and hunger levels. Like, are they experiencing extreme intolerable hunger, which is essentially a hunger which you're you're basically going to the biscuit tin and nothing's stopping you. Like it's happening. There's no like your your computer in a computer that's telling you to not do it, it's not working. So that that's kind of like you want to get to the point just before that. And they're the variables that I use to make sure that we basically don't get to that point. So what happened is like I'll have a client that say, and I put them on this approach. And every week what they'll do is they'll record these these bits of data. They'll check in with me and they'll tell me how they're feeling and stuff like that. And then I'll see if everything's like giving me the green light to say, yeah, we can do another week like that. Then we do. Now, let's say I've done this with a client for three weeks. And honestly, we're not doing long periods of time here. So I've done three weeks and let's say they've dropped in that period um, 4.5% of their body weight, which is pretty tidy. It's a pretty tidy amount. Now, but but on that third week, they're like, yeah i can't do this any longer i'm like struggling like i'm I'm my sleep shit i'm waking up because i'm hungry my training's poor all i'm thinking about is food the missus is hating me because i just keep telling her that i can't wait to eat certain amounts of food. i'm like right cool right then i diet break them now diet break is where i bring them up to maintenance so just for argument's sake let's just say that was 2500 so i bring them up to 2500 set their macros according to them and then they would have a week where we remove diet fatigue. And then I have a heavy emphasis on increasing carbohydrates. Now their weight will almost definitely, it doesn't always, but almost definitely will increase during that diet break. Then I would then bring them straight back down. Oh, by the way, that weight gain isn't body fat. That's just like their muscle getting full of glycogen again and their body's just retaining more water they'll be eating foods that they haven't generally been eating for a little while they might space their food out slightly differently so they eat later like there's loads of different reasons why their, their weight will increase but it's not body fat because it's at maintenance and like weight increasing when you're at maintenance can't be body fat because like by default you're eating at maintenance so anyway, then after that I bring them back into a, a rapid fat loss I might have had to readjust what that looks like because obviously they've lost weight so then I realign what their calorie intake should potentially be and what a rapid loss might be or i might not you never know anyway so then they do it again and then we kind of repeat that process now as they get down to a certain body fat percentage which is individual to everyone but as they get leaner i will stop using that approach because like i have mentioned the more that i use that when they're leaner the more we're risking muscle loss and at the end of the day the whole point is to get a better physique is to be more muscular, be leaner, be stronger, be more athletic. It's not about you becoming like you're a prisoner of war, you know? So that's kind of how I would go about it. And then when it comes to like, how would I go about it as I get leaner? So let's say on the rapid fat loss, we're looking at one and a half percent loss per week. Then I might go slightly more moderate where I'm looking for 1%. And then I'll go even lower than that where I'm looking for 0.5. And when someone's very lean, and we're like talking like I'm getting them into photo shoot ready. That that, that bottom end, 1.5% is ideal because it means I know that we're chipping away and we're, we're getting rid of body fat. 
we're not getting rid of muscle. And then obviously the leaner you are, you don't need to see these big jumps in weight because that's not there anymore. And that's essentially when I would use it. That's how I would use it. And that's who it's for. If you're somebody who is known for like binge eating, if you know you don't diet particularly well anyway, and you're somebody who likes to have a slightly more lifestyle approach to things, like you want to have more calories, let's say, over the weekend to manage social events, don't use a rapid fat loss approach. Your diet's going to last longer, but you'd rather that than fail the diet altogether. Like what's the point in losing, let's say, 4.5% of weight only for you to regain it potentially even more? Or go at a slightly slower rate and actually get the job done. The second option is obviously going to be better. Now, what I will say, though, is for a lot of people, I think doing this approach at the very get-go, it's not for everyone. I've said that already. So don't shoot me. But like <laughs> a lot of people can do a rapid fat loss for three weeks at the start. And what it will do is it will give you a load of buy-in. Because imagine like actually seeing your diet work is quite a decent thing. So like you can see actually by you putting in that effort and then actually seeing that things are happening, it helps you buy into the process. And once you get that right, and once you get the start of that right, more often than not, it's going to be a successful transformation. And that's essentially how I would go about the uh, the rapid fat loss approach. So there you go. There you go. You're pretty much dieting to the point where you hate yourself. Then you stop hating yourself. And then you put yourself back into a diet where you hate yourself. So yeah, it's lovely. Uh, I know I'm really selling it. So anyway, there, there you go. If, obviously if, if you have any more questions, maybe you're like, okay, this is my weight. This is what I do in a day. And you want to have a little bit more specific information on that. Drop me a message on Instagram. I'm more than happy to help you out there. Um, So yeah. So the fatter you are, essentially, the quicker and the bigger the deficit you can have, the leaner you become, the the smaller the deficit you, you want to maintain as much muscle as possible. All right. So, yeah, I think that's me done, mate. I think that's us done. I don't think there's anything else that I wanted to discuss in today's uh, podcast. I was just aware that I wanted to get it done because we're now into the new year. It's been about two months since my last one. Um, thank you for everyone, by the way, who has been listening. And is enjoying the listen. Um, no one's been telling me that they've been enjoying it, but I'm assuming that you are. People are still listening to it, so I can't be talking complete and utter bollocks. Um, or maybe I am, and you just enjoy listening to me talk complete and utter bollocks. <laughs> Sweet. Right. Um, have a really good weekend. It's Friday, so have a good weekend. Oh, what I will do, let's get some... Right. We've just had January, so... Obviously, January is one of the months where everybody wants to get going, start seeing some pretty decent results. Because I always say these months are really key because like this is like the behind the scenes months. Do the work when no one's looking. And then obviously in summer, everyone's like, fucking hell. How have you done that? And then you're like overnight success, mate. But little do they know you've been grinding away for the last four to six months. So anyway, that's what we're doing right now. Um, and if you are someone who has, I wouldn't say started because generally speaking, I work with people who aren't complete strangers to fitness. You might have taken a bit of time off. So maybe you have started, but like, you know, your way around the gym. Maybe you've got all the effort. Maybe you started and you put loads of effort in for whatever reason. Like you just haven't seen the outcome that you're expecting in that time frame. Hit me up. First of all, just drop me a message. Let me know what you're, you're struggling with. Let's see if we can come up with a, an action plan. And I might even be able to 
help you even further with coaching. And that might be something that you want. At the end of the day, what's the point in spinning your wheels, trying to achieve something pretty fucking sick and not being able to get there? Now, I've set myself the goal of taking 20 people to do a photo shoot this year. I've got eight people signed up already, which means I need 12 more. I know what you're thinking. Fuck me, his maths is good. So if you're interested in achieving a physique, let's call it a cover, cover model-esque, something which you probably have always in the back of your head wanted, but always said to yourself, it's not possible, or you've not really known the approach and how to get there, and it's always put you off. Well, the hybrid human's probably the program that you're going to want to get involved in. So if that's something you want, you're somebody who already trains at the gym, you lift weights. I'm not, it doesn't matter so much to what like your level of experience with that, but you have the motivation to go and you don't need that accountability of somebody meeting you there and counting your reps and setting the bars up for you. You can quite do that yourself. Unless you're rich enough to have a butler, then obviously you can take him with you. But that's essentially the type of person who's going to the gym, has that get go to go. Um, and you're willing to obviously put the work in. I I have the blueprint for you. I can't really put it any more simple than that. Um, that will get you results. It's the program that I wish that I had when I was struggling. And so then I basically, through experience, through education, I built this program to be the best combination where we combine fit life, weight training with weights, embracing that, enjoying that. We've also combining that with a lifestyle that you really enjoy so if that sounds like the sort of thing that you need head over to my instagram drop me a message and we can have a little chat about it right that's the sales pitch done <laughs> and if you stayed to the end thank you right i'll catch you later